What do you do when you got two guys sitting in the studio here in the Berkshires? One from New York, one from Massachusetts. Thank God there's a piece of glass separating the two of us. Welcome to Cronin and the Zuck here on WTBR Sports Talk. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cronin and the Zuck here on WTBR Sports Talk. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, sir. How you doing, man? Um, really, really. What aggravated. a day. Man, it's gorgeous outside. Can't get any better, right? It is beautiful out there. You know what's not beautiful? What? It was the Celtics oh, shooting man. last night. God. Talk about a disaster. I mean, you know, I, I thought that they were going to win last night because, you know, they came back in the third quarter. The first quarter was putrid. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, they held them to 16 points. Uh, but you know what, what What proved to me last night that the Celtics are toast in the series is that Steph Curry went 0 for 9 from three-point range. Unbe- and they still lost by 10 points. Yeah, amazing. So, and, so they're, they're, they're toast. I mean, they're, they're going to probably come out guns blazing. On fire, hopefully not on fire, you know, literally on fire. But, you know, game six, the crowd, the team, they're probably going to come out and win game six, but they're done. I mean, it's, you know, Steph Curry's going to win the MVP. He's going to have his fourth title. You know, congratulations to him. I can't stand him. I hate his, his mouth guard <laughs> hanging out of his face. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of Draymond Green getting all the calls. You know, the, 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 the officials were awful last night. The game itself was was it was miserable. Uh Ugh, I just, I've had enough. I've had enough. I and these 9 o'clock start times kill me. That's usually the time I go to bed. <laughs> I'm an old man, you know? <laughs> You're an old man. <laughs> 36 years old, I'm an old man. Wait a second, here. I'm like almost 20, 20 years older, for crying <laughs> yeah. I said. And I, I'm losing my hair. It's gray. I mean, it's not, there's not even black left in it. Anyway, 413-445-5943. Uh, Robbie Zucker and Sean Crow on our Tuesday spot. As always here on WTBR. Uh, look. Any team that the Celtics that has Robert Williams and Al Horford that combine for only 19 points and, and and lose the battle inside in the paint 50 to 34, how is that possible? Here it is. Here's the possibility. I mean, the Celtics last night were 31 of 75 for 41% shooting, okay? They were 11 of 32 from three, okay? But here's the here's the here's the clincher and the biggest stat. Again, 18 turnovers, nine in the first half. I'm sorry. Now, I don't know how many points came off of those 18 turnovers, but I guarantee a lot of those were three shots, um, you know, or at least uh, baskets that were made by Andrew Wiggins, who was terrific last night. He was the only guy worth watching last night. Intelligent drives to the basket, smart shots, playing defense, rebounding, outstanding, you know, effort by Andrew Wiggins last night. But here's another clincher for me. This is the biggest statue. 21 of 31 from the foul line. That is putrid. You missed 10 foul shots, and an NBA team misses 10 foul shots. In a, in a championship series? Are you kidding me? You know, I watched Jason Tatum kind of grow up a little bit in the playoffs. Yep. You know, like in the Milwaukee series, I said, this guy's a bona fide superstar. Yep. You know, I have to I have to take him down a rung on the ladder after this, this, this these first five games. I mean, the guy has 
he hasn't shown up in big spots. Ten of twenty last night. Two for two for six from the line. Right. That's that's inexcusable. It is. How about wait? How about Brown? Five for eighteen last night. But I don't understand something. You have a size advantage inside, and Robert Williams comes away with ten points. How many times last night did I see guys with the opportunity to dribble? Into, into the lane, okay, and dish underneath to Robert Williams, who was being guarded by someone smaller. I mean, it's not like Looney was getting a ton of uh, court time yesterday. I mean, he doesn't get a lot of court time. Was it and, was and, it Looney that hit that three pointer right at the end of the no uh, no court? it was pool it was pool when he yeah. hit that no, Looney, shot that, three he's a he's a center yeah when he yeah. hit that three pointer that was the dagger so this game's over right. I mean, it was yeah, only, they only put him up by one, one point, point. But I mean, it was nah. still it just the, it felt like the momentum just got crushed at that uh, point yeah, well I mean the, the problem for me last night again is is the, again the, the three point shooting it's just ridiculous I mean everything's a three- all right, welcome back to Cronin and the Zuck. It looks like we had a phone call trying to come in through here, and now the phone call just went away. But we're back talking more about Shohei Otani to the Yankees for Jordan Montgomery and Manny Machado to the Orioles. Let's go. We got your trade deadline banter. Anything you want to talk about, give us a call. 413-445-5943. You're in for the second half. Here we go. I forgot to turn the Oh, my God. What what a terrible producer you have. You know, he's really terrible anyway. <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great to him. Yeah. I'm over here playing air guitar. Yeah, exactly. So. Something else just turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So anyway, so so yeah, I guess that was Ralph trying to call. So call us back. Yeah, we have, a, you know, we have commercials running. So anyway, but uh, 413-445-5943. So we were discussing. Um, I can understand Eddie wanting Shohei Otani on the Yankees. Right. I think any team would want Shohei Otani. Of course. But the Angels aren't going to trade him. I mean, yeah, the Angels are a, are a terrible team. They're not going anywhere. But that's really their only draw right now. I mean, exactly. yeah, they got Mike Trout, but you exactly. know, you wouldn't recognize Mike Trout if you walked by him at the gas station. I you know. wouldn't know who he was. It's too bad. And it's baseball sad. does a terrible job marketing he, the players. He really has a terrible back problem now. He's like this chronic back problem and issue that he has. So who the hell knows, knows what's going to go on with him? It's really, you know, he made that decision. They gave him that huge contract. He wanted to stay with the Angels. And, and you know, rightly so. I mean, that's what he wanted to play. It's a team he played for. I give him credit for wanting to stay with the organization. But the thing is that he could have tested free agency and said, you know, we're really not building anything here. We're really not doing very much in terms of, uh, of the team itself. And, and there you go. So there's, uh, there's probably Ralphie. Good morning, sir. How are you? You're uh, Cronin the Zuckwood. What's happening there, buddy? What's going on? How are you? Yeah, yeah. you tried to call my phone, so all of a sudden I heard my phone ringing in the station. <laughs> well, I, call, I called your phone because no one was picking up, and there was a wonderful woman here, an automated voice. Well, we had, that, a, uh, we, had com- we had the commercials running, that's why, so. Yeah, no, I got you. Am I, am I on right now? Are we back, or what? Yeah, you're on. Yeah. All right, well, you know, you said the Vasquez, the Vasquez thing, uh, was interesting to me when Sean was speaking about it. They tend to uh, trade their best player all the time, and I, I frankly don't get it. You know, these these players don't stay with their teams anymore, and they're always trade bait. They price themselves out of the market, as the case with Judge, as the case with Soto, and you can't hold on to your players anymore, well, Rob. I, well, I, th- I think in, in the case of Vasquez, I think that there's an option to resign him, but I think the thing is that I don't know if they're going to resign him right now because they have two catchers. Sean, I don't know what they have in the minor leagues in terms of catching, and and also, obviously Wilson Contreras is out there, and I think Wilson Contreras is going to come to the Mets today. I have a funny feeling, but from the Cubs. But the thing, getting getting back to what you were saying, I think that the Red Sox desperately want to sign Devers and Bogar, so that's why they're doing this. I really believe but that Vasquez is only making 
seven million dollars this year. It's not like he's on a twenty million dollar well, contract. I know. Well, they can, re- they can't, but they can. I know. I, I, I really believe it's like. Well, well, then why did they trade Powecki? Because Houston doesn't want Powecki. Powecki's right? hot garbage. They just called up this kid Ronaldo and Hernandez, who's sitting right. like two seventy in the minors. But can he catch? Well, I, I don't can know. He, can he run a pitching staff? And like I said, you I know, think- you know, Sean, you know, Sean, seven thousand dollars is chicken feed. This is below the normal salary. Seven thousand. Seven million, Ralph. That's like my salary. That's like my salary. Seven thousand. I was gonna say seven thousand. That's what I made per month. Seven thousand. Yeah, right. That's what I made in 1978. But yeah, that's true. Did you want Sean? Oh, Sean Otani for for Jordan Montgomery? I think any calls us just to screw with our heads. Sometimes I think honestly. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the great the great Bill Russell passes away. The, the most yeah. prolific no, winner. The most that. prolific winner. Twenty yeah, there has ever been. Well, the thing about mm-hmm. Russell is amazing. He had twenty one championships and you know you know win all types of tournaments whether it's college or high school or whatever it was and olympics and he won every one of them 21 of 21 absolutely he's a you know, we're going to talk about bill russell but your thoughts i want to get your thoughts on bill russell because you saw him play it was too late for me i mean uh, he retired before i really got started watching Nick I, I actually as a, as a small kid nine years old i saw him at the very end the shell of what he was rob a great player the reason why he was so great was his rebounding his defense his outlet pass, his pass to the wing after a rebound was second to none. Fantastic. But the thing is, Auerbach swore that he was the greatest player. Chamberlain said that he was, and that rivalry began. But those two were fast friends, you know. Those two actually respected each other. Right, right. And they thought highly of each other. But, but to me, Russell is probably the best center ever to play the game with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a close second. Well, I saw Chamberlain play. I mean, I always thought Chamberlain was the best, but I mean, but Russell, Russell, you can't look at, I don't know, the Jets, can, I mean, like you said, I mean, the Jets could win five games, six games, they could win more games. I still think their defense is competitive enough. You know, Mosley's playing for them too, right? So he's in the middle. They got, I mean, they have a legitimate, really good defense with some good personnel. Like I said, Carl Lawson's coming back. Johnson, you have the inside guy from Alabama. They have some guys that can play, you know, so we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, we've got about five minutes left in the show. So if anybody wants to give us a call, 413-445-5943, talking some NFL. So uh, did you see that baseball is going to a completely balanced schedule next year? I can't stand it. I am why so angry. Why do we angry. need more interleague play? Oh, please. Why do, we need, why do I need to more trips out west to play the lousy western teams? Why do I need to see that? I want to see the Red Sox. I want to see Baltimore. I want to see Tampa. I want to see the Blue Jays. I think it's ridiculous. I love the divisional play the 19 times I can't a stand a, a balanced schedule. Who knows? They say, well, it's not fair when all these other teams are playing, you know, these interleague games. It's just so what? So now we're going to have to watch. It all balances out. Now we're know? going to have to watch the Cubs and the Marlins. Right. Why do I want to see the Marlins? And the Diamondbacks right. and the Pirates and well, these teams. Why that do I want to see the Yankees play the Pirates about? and the Diamondbacks? I mean, honestly. Ugh. It's just so ridiculous. I cannot believe that we have to go to a balance. Who the hell decided on this? Was this a decision amongst, amongst the Major League Baseball players and owners? This was a compromise between the two sides? I can't believe it. I wonder if Ding Dong Manfred came up look with at this the one. Tra- well, just look at the ridiculous excess traveling you have to do, too. Like you right? said, all these extra West Coast trips. I hate the West Coast trips. They're ridiculous. Games are on at like 10.30 at night and at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's just it's nuts. I mean, the only, the only team I actually look forward to seeing when they do this is... Uh, uh, the Dodgers. Well, yeah, of coming, course. Mookie's of course. coming back to Fenway next year. For oh, that's going to be time. fun. That'll that's going to be cool. But I don't want to see the Chicago Cubs, the 100 lost Cubs, the terrible rebuilding Pittsburgh Pirates, all these terrible Always teams. rebuilding. Yeah. You know what amazes me? That all these owners are billionaires. You took at the guy in Oakland. 
Why don't you just move the team to Vegas for crying out loud? It's probably going to happen in a year or two. But if he moves to Vegas, he still has, he's still a billionaire. He's still a billionaire in Oakland. So, I mean, what's the difference whether he's a billionaire in Oakland or a billionaire in, in Vegas? If you put a good team on the field, people will come. I mean, Oakland has a tradition. They, when I was a kid, they won three World Series championships in a row. Not to mention the 90s teams with the Bash Brothers, or I call them the Steroid Brothers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why, why these owners don't spend money? I know they don't have television contracts like Yes or like SNY or like Nesson or any of these major, you know, superstation type of setups. But, I mean, come on. What are you doing to your fans? What are you telling your fans when you're trading Matt Chapman away? What are you telling your fans when you can't resign Olsen, right? What are you telling your fans? What are you, when you let your three top pitchers go, including Starling Marte again, another fielding, they let, let, think about this. They let three of their best players in the field go last year and, and their three best pitchers. And Bassett too, right? Bassett's gone too, yeah. And Bassett's gone too. Yeah. So the three top pitchers and their three top players, gone. Can you imagine if that the Yankees and the Red Sox, Devers is gone, here Bogars is gone, okay, J.D. Martinez is gone, and so are the three of their pitchers. Okay, what do they do now? Here come the Pawtucket Red Sox. I mean, well, the, uh, the thing is with, with, with Heimblum, the one thing I will give him credit for is he didn't trade away all, the, all these guys at the trade deadline, right. which they talked about. He tried to keep a fairly competitive team on the field just to make it interesting. And you can re-sign Vasquez. He's a free agent next year. And if I'm the Red Sox, I'm going back and I'm re-signing him. Just, I don't know what they got for him, but they should re-sign him. They just gave uh, K.K. Hernandez a one-year extension, which I like uh, the most. He I was think hurt all year, but uh, he's he, a great clubhouse guy. And he's a, he's a clutch hitter, and he's a leadoff guy. They missed his table setting tremendously this season. They really did. you got to re-sign Bogarts, give Devers a contract. Yeah, absolutely. Keep that core there. Why you not? To. you just got to improve the pitching. The offensive uh, talent is there. It's about pitching. It's all about pitching when it comes to the postseason. They just made it harder the on themselves because Bogarts is probably going to win the batting title this year. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, just... Amazes me. So what's unbelievable is that we're almost done. I know. Um, I can't believe it. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's ten fifty nine right here. It's another edition of Cronin and the Zook here on WTBR. I know. I can't believe it. It's like where where, where are we going here? Amazing. Goodness God. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so so your so your Super Bowl prediction. You got you like uh, I like Rams over the Bills. Rams Bills and I like Bills Packers. We'll see if uh, Aaron Rodgers can finally get back to the big dance. But it all starts Sunday, folks. Starts Thursday night, Super Bowl preview. Yeah, right, Super Bowl preview. There you go. Anyway, thank you so much for being with us. And tune in next week to Cronin and the Zook right here on WTBR 89.7. Stay tuned all day for great programming on WTBR and Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock. Robbie Zook and Zook and the... And the... (laughs) Sean Cronin saying goodbye for now. We'll see you next week, everybody. Take care of yourself and be well.